Hey, Kelly Collis, good morning, and thanks for getting involved today. It is Monday, July 26th. A very happy, this one is serious and important, National Disability Independence Day. Ooh, I like that one. On this day in two, not 2000, wow, I'm, there were years before 2000. In 1990, on July 26, 1990, was when the America's, Americans with Disabilities Act was signed. That's amazing. We've come a long way, and we still got a ways to go. True that. Hey, I'm Tommy McFly. I'm Kelly Collis. We love DC. Tommy and I were first neighbors, then friends, and then we actually hosted a morning radio show together. We've even been each other's in case of emergency contacts. I was your contact, right? Well, I changed it after I got married. I hope that's okay. Anyway, we bring people together created awesome community moments around D.C. and have been invited to and asked to leave some of the most interesting spots in the nation's capital. We're so glad that you're listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoy some really fun headlines from D.C. and beyond. That was a lot. Let's get started. It's also National Coffee Milkshake Day, but I figured we'd go with ADA. Good call, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just wanted to let you know there were options, but ADA is the most important thing going on today. Mm-hmm. The Olympics. Can we just talk about it? Because, yeah, I mean, I waited all weekend long to see Katie Ledecky. And it was like the, the, the end of the weekend, you know, at 10 o'clock last night when we finally got to see her swim for medal. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Katie Ledecky. The 400 was last night, her first race for a medal, and uh, she came in second. But look, she's got her silver medal. She and what it what was just so great is that it's like her biggest rival beat her. Uh, The Australian. The Australian Titmus. And if you didn't get to see the race last night, you're going to hear all about it today because it was really the Australian coach, Titmus's coach. Who you know can't be on the the pool deck or anywhere near because of all the r- restrictions that they have mm-hmm. was losing his mind. <laughs> <laughs> totally, and he that's not just, an understatement. He was gyrating and like vibrating for sure, for sure. So that was exciting to see. I mean, it, it, you know, this is what the Olympics is all about. Like these these rivalries. These these women have competed against each other. Um, you know, NBC did a little package before before the race about how um, really Katie Ledecky is the one that's pushed Titmus to be a stronger swimmer. Um, and, uh, you know, she just like, that's the thing about swimming. Th- those two, by the way, they, they were like, the other ones were still at the other end of the pool. <laughs> like it was, it was all about those two. Yeah. But the, the margin of the win is so razor thin. It's like, it's like a, it's like a fingertip. Yeah. Did you watch it, Tommy? I uh, watched it. I watched the clips later on. Oh, okay. I was like, I watched it this morning. This morning, I was like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I'm still trying to track down when my favorite events are, okay. <laughs> which is something I'm discussing with the internet. <laughs> try to figure that out. Well, over the weekend, I try to figure that out too because we want to watch it and the time change and figuring out all the things. Totally. And if you do want to watch Katie Ledecky, she's got a couple more races on her Instagram. So very helpful. She put up her own programming guide. Oh, perfect. Thanks, Katie. When she is racing, when you can see her, when there are trials, when they're going for the medal, what stations they'll be on. She's very helpful. So we're that. That's a pro. That's someone who's been to the dance before who knows what she's doing. (laughs) Totally. You don't get that from a rookie. 
Totally. So the semifinals, the next time you'll see her, this is not for metal, but the semifinals are tonight at 930 for the 200. Uh, you can expect to see her in the pool again. And then uh, she talks about the finals. But basically, her schedule seems to be between 930 and 10 o'clock at night over the next couple of days are her nights. So try to stay up late. If you're an early bird like me, it was a little, little tough. <laughs> And look at that, too. She's got like little stars, the ones that are broadcast yep. on NBC. Somebody learned how to use Canva. Way to go, Katie Ledecky. <laughs> yeah, I think she was busy like getting ready for uh, her swim, mm -hmm. but she I think she has people. Yeah, I got to believe one of her uh, one of her friends from Stone Ridge probably put that together. A bunch of overachieving, powerful, soon to be running the world young ladies. They were like, Katie, I got this. Somebody <laughs> somebody handled that for her for sure. Very cool to see her swim and, and get that silver medal. I do appreciate the extra little uh, programming guide. Look at that. Katie Ledecky is full service. And we're going to get into some other things that happen at the Olympics that are not necessarily D.C., but I would be remiss to mention on Sunday in Silver Spring, Maryland, just a couple miles from the D.C. border, there was a big old competition that is going to be an Olympic sport in 2024, which is breakdancing. And so a bunch of kids uh, had this competition that I guess has been going on in Silver Spring for years. And it's now sort of become like a national competition for future Olympians to qualify for Tokyo. That I love that. Over the weekend. Um, so that's going to be really cool to see that actually become an Olympic sport and see those competitions. We're going to learn a whole new like set of languages and how to score all that stuff. You know, we all become little mini judges. Totally. And when you think about like breakdancing, right? Such art such like athleticism and it, yeah of course it's a of course it needs to be an olympic sport yeah so way to cool. go it's going to be like this year was skateboarding was the new big sport mm -hmm. in 2024 in paris it's going to be all about breakdancing i wonder how many more kids we're going to see skateboarding now that skateboarding is an olympic sport you already see a lot of them yeah totally totally <laughs> and some of the skateboards have little motors on them which took me forever to figure out that's what was going on <laughs> Why they were moving so fast? Totally, and I was like, how, "They're not even pushing. What's what's going on? <laughs> and how are they controlling it? It's on the phone. It's a little, it's a little trigger." Yeah, very cute. I felt so old. I was like, "Oh, that's how it. That's how it works." Okay, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Um. Also, uh, on the Olympic front, I just want to say a very rough, rough competition year for John Rom. Now he's uh the number one golfer in the world from Spain. He's the guy who tested positive for COVID. Um, remember, uh, gosh, a couple months back, he was like six strokes ahead and then he had to get pulled out of the national tournament. Then he comes back and he wins the U S open. He has now been pulled from the Olympic games because he tested positive for COVID again. At what point do you say, maybe that was a false positive, which does happen. Totally. I, I do wonder, like, I, I hope that they're double checking that. Yeah, Triple I don't know. That. I don't know how that, that before they pull someone out of the Olympic Games. But just, I mean, like, talk about the like the bad luck, right? If nothing else, like, not to get into testing policies and all of the things that really probably could be done better. But like, OMG, the guy two times he's the number one in the world, and two huge tournaments he gets pulled out of, and then the Olympics. Yeah, I see. I don't feel that bad for him. You know why? Because he's a professional athlete. What I worry about is like. He gets paid for his. Correct. That's what true. I worry about is, you know, like a Simone Biles or a Katie Ledecky when, you know, that literally their entire lives they've been training for this one moment, this mm -hmm. Olympic moment, and then they get pulled. Like he's right. going to be fine. He's going to go play professional golf. And I mean, it sucks that he's going to get in the Olympics, but like if it happens to him, is it going to happen to one of our very special Olympians? 
That's that true. And not even like Simone Biles or Katie Ledecky right. because they're going to be all right. But what if you're like the kayaker, right? <laughs> like the men's single kayaker who's like, I'm here. Ha. And then. Right. And this yeah. is your moment. And totally. Mm, it's crazy. Just somebody please wrap Simone Biles and Katie Ledecky in Tupperware for us until they can compete. <laughs> That'd be great. I don't know how they feel about that. Yeah, given their own floor of a hotel, given their own. I, I, I gotta, I, I do wonder, and I'm sure we'll, we'll see reporting. Like if other, if certain countries have done other certain things, like the team USA could really hermetically seal our athletes into our own. So <laughs> yeah, the, the, the gymnasts are not in the village. From what I understand, they basically have like rented out a hotel. Great. And they're all Great. together. I'm into it. I'm totally <laughs> down with it. Give them some so, Netflix and like right. some like exercise bands and we'll see you at competition day, ladies. <laughs> totally. If you want snacks, what would you like? <laughs> we'll give you whatever you want. Just stay in the hotel. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Your own air conditioned, air purified bubble. Thanks. For sure. And then there was a big old false start at the triathlon. So I'm, a, I'm not a big men's triathlon or women's triathlon watcher, but they had the portion where they get going on the swim um, they had them all lined up along the water and basically there was a power boat in the way. Like, they hadn't properly set things up. And so the swimmers hit the water. Oh, wow. So that is something's not right there. The boat was not uh, out of the way. I'm going to say they're going to be calling those athletes back out. So this power boat like pulls back and it tries to like get back out of the way because there's swimmers on both sides of like the engine and they had to stop. But what's interesting is the side of the, the, the one side didn't have um, the power boat on it. So they, these swimmers like took off at like Olympic swimmer speed when they realized they had a false start. These men and women in kayaks had to go get them. And <laughs> they, it took them a bit to catch the swimmers in the kayaks. They were just like, wait, come back, come back, stop, 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 come back. Yeah. And also you don't really, I got to believe I've never run a, or done competed in anything similar to that, but are your listening ears really open? <laughs> right. No, if no. someone's yelling to you to stop, are you really like, be like oh, I yeah. don't believe you. You're trying right. to trick me. Totally. <laughs> There's, you heard that like, like that, like buzzer. And then basically the kayakers, so that they, they, the swimmers push off and they're swimming like in a line across the body of water. And then the kayakers had to like sort of corral them like sheepdogs around, like to like slow them down, but also be far enough ahead of them that they didn't hit them. And so it was this whole like they had to they had to go really fast and really wide to, to corral all these swimmers. Oh my goodness! Well, hopefully they all got off to a normal start. Yeah, and yeah, then it, it eventually they gave them like a minute to like take a breath and like chill out. And then what um, the announcer was saying though, like that, like big push off like minute and a half of hard swim they're like they do that in warm-ups they're totally fine i was like okay <laughs> you say so <laughs> talk about like your nerves being shot imagine like if you're the if you're the you you jump in at the olympics and you see a propeller <laughs> like that you didn't train for that no i'm so glad no one was hurt right and in your head you're like do i stop do i swim around the propeller do i go on the propeller like i'm at the olympics what do i do so luckily no one was hurt in the beginning of the triathlon false start um i do know that in uh japan today um i believe there's a typhoon that's coming through oh and so a lot of the sports are being delayed or rescheduled just if you're a big olympian just fyi i saw al roker told me about it this morning so um i guess it's kind of some interesting weather coming through there that's affecting some of the outdoor sports like archery right Swan. archery yeah biking 
Yeah. Definitely swimming. <laughs> well, the, the swim like that, but the indoor yeah. swimming is fine. That's true. Road racing. Oh, there was also the, the, um, it wasn't American, but there was the mountain biker who took like a tumble down a cliff. It's fine. Hmm. Like got up and walked away, but like the BMX, like, like not the BMX, like the, the like mountain bike, like, aggressive course. There was like jumped down a hill and his back tire didn't clear the hill. So, hmm. Ouch. Yeah. That's my, Grandfather would have said ass over 10 cups. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> so he got up. He's all right. But all the things can happen in the Olympics. All right. Let's go back to D.C. here. So uh, the 730 is reporting this morning that the streeteries, those um, restaurants that have taken over um, part of the street to give a more outdoor space. Uh is going to continue. DC awesome. has passed it that they are they the DDOT will let them do it until at least February of 2022. Wow. Okay. Um, cool. So just there's some mixed emotions over some of them because if you are used to like kind of uh, parking in some of your favorite spots and those parking spots now are, have a restaurant in them, it takes a little bit of an adjustment. <laughs> that is true. Um, but people are really really liking them, and the restaurants, of course, are you know been amazing in being flexible and making that space happen mm -hmm. and meeting all those requirements. So you can expect to continue to see those into 2022. That's really cool. So I feel like the city kind of hates cars to begin with, so they're like, <laughs> yeah, let's keep the streeteries, let's do it, haha. So I think that's. Also, they're kind of like, yeah, we'll put restaurants there. <laughs> we'll show you. <laughs> so I, but that's, I think it's wonderful. I've loved, I've loved sitting and enjoying some of them. Obviously, some are more well constructed than others. Yes. But I just, I think it's really just so, like, such ingenuity and so smart that the restaurants were able to, to pull this off and make it happen. I feel like it's very European too. Like, if yes. you have any European countries, there you, there's outdoor space all the time right next to a street. Yeah. Or on okay. a street. I think we're going to see too, like them need to be a little bit more permanent, like structurally. Like if, if this continues after February, they're not going to probably allow the bike rack and like folding table anymore. But, it, but you have other restaurants who've built like gazebos, right. <laughs> like who's moving the, the block of gazebos out in, in February. <laughs> I know these restaurants, man, they've been through a lot. Uh, okay, we're going to talk about the Nats. Um, I'm not going to talk about their their record because they're having okay. a tough time right now. But Ryan Zimmerman is on the cover of Washingtonian Magazine. And what I love about it is it's the food issue. Huh. And if you follow, okay. he doesn't go on social media, but his wife is. And she always is posting places that they're going out to eat and things that they're experiencing in D.C. and when they're on the road. So they are foodies. And, of course, Ryan Zimmerman uh, is a part owner of salt line by Nats park. So that does make him like a legit foodie. He's a restaurateur. If you yes. Will. Yes. Um, and so what we learn about it, he doesn't talk baseball, but he talks of real basic things. We learn that he's not a beer drinker. He's hmm. more of a bourbon drinker and oh. he loves Jack Rose. That's where he get drinks his bourbon. Given the last week or so, I'm sure he's having quite a bit of bourbon. Um, and, uh, we also learned that he loves ice cream and he goes, he lives in great falls and the place there's, I guess there's a great ice cream shop there. I've never been there. I've never even heard of it until this article, the great falls creamery. And that's where he likes to take his girls for ice cream. So I thought that was really cute. There's a bunch of other places that he lists in there that he likes to go check out. So if you ever want to do like, you know, some stalking, that's, that's, that's where you, where you go. But like, he's just so happy on the cover of the, of the magazine. He's got his uniform on and he's holding a burger, which salt line, by the way, their burgers are incredible. Yeah, they are. Um, so it just, it's just great to see. It makes me, it makes me happy, especially given the current season. That's really cool. He also is like a, you were saying like a total secret foodie. So we do the DC central kitchen capital food fight every year and he's a judge. 
And initially it was like, okay, why is the guy from the Nats the judge? Like, okay, like they want like a star there or whatever. But he's like, I love this, the, the taste of this. I think this compliments this really well. And like when he's you're like, okay, Brian Zimmerman, like way to go over there. I love it. And of course he's friends with um, Jose too, mm-hmm. Jose Andres, which I guess if you're friends with him, you have to kind of be a foodie. I don't know. I think that kind of goes with a friendship. Yeah. I mean, what else do you talk about? <laughs> well, I don't know. Saving the planet. Um, I, was it was it 2019 at the anthem with the food fight where he used a baguette to hit a home run of, of an apple that Jose threw? No, I don't think it was that one because the one in 2019 was right after the World Series win. I think that's when he did it. I thought it was he, the year before. Came. Well, Ryan was there the year before too. Yeah. Whatever year it was, there was definitely bourbon involved. And he, um, yeah, he, he had a baguette that Jose pitched an apple and <laughs> he made contact. Because <laughs> that's what he does. And then I believe he signed the baguette. And then I think I gave it to someone in the crowd. It was, it, there was a lot happening. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there was a lot happening. <laughs> there was a lot happening. You, know, I, you, don't, you don't get to see that very often. And BTW, just this is a little side note. That that event is coming back. Yeah, it is. And we're so excited to be part of it. Yeah, for sure. We don't know all the details about ticketing and, and all that hasn't been released yet, but it is coming back at the Anthem, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Celebrity is coming back to town as well. Actually, we were, Kelly and I, we, we were just out with a friend the other night and she was like, what celebrities have been in town recently? And then, my goodness, asking shall receive. Well, kind of, sort of. So here's what happened. There's been a movie that's being shot down by Eastern Market. And uh, Pop Bill's reporting about it, and they someone figured out what movie it was, and it's the movie's called "Don't Look Up." In this movie is Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Blanchett, Jonah Hill. Like it is a star-studded movie. However, comma, none of those celebrities were in town. They were just shooting B-roll for this oh. movie. But DC's the Eastern Market is going to be a little like backdrop for this movie. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think someone's got to come. There's uh, Tyler Perry's in it, Ariana Grande, Kid Cudi. There's Matthew Perry. There's yeah, the list goes on and on. Oh my gosh, Timothy Charlemagne. They're all in here. Our luck, we're going to get Jonah Hill. <laughs> well, of all of these stars, our luck, we're going to get Jonah Hill. I don't know. It's pretty cool, and it's coming out on Netflix later in the year. So we'll have to we'll have to uh, check it out and see how they portray our fair city. I, I dig it. Very cool. It's good to see him like that happening again and they're being filming and all the things. Cause really I think wonder woman was like the last, last big filming that we had here for sure. For sure. And I found this story this morning. It just going to melt your heart and make you so happy. So Montgomery County's bravest, the uh, fire and EMS were called out, not because a dog said Timmy fell in the well. People had their dog fall into a well hmm. and this like hundred pound, like 10 year old lab, uh, fell into a, a basically an old well um, by the Norwood school, like in like thick brush out toward um, out toward where the softball field is. And I just love the, the, the public information officer, Pete Perringer from Montgomery County. He's always on the scene and he's embracing technology. And he gave us a little, a little Instagram live of what was going down. Pretty robust response. Plenty of our technical rescue people are here, but uh, what it is is a, um, about a hundred pound dog i believe it's a 10 or 11 year old lab uh that is uh, about uh, at least 10 maybe 15 uh, no more than 20 feet down into this hole it appears to be injured 
I got a lot of questions though. Yes. Norwood school. It's an elementary school. I believe it goes up to the eighth grade. I I'm a, an alum from, from that school. Small children are at the school. I was going to let you mom so hard on this one. Yeah. Absolutely. Why is there an open well that why well, I'm glad the dog came out way to go on a campus of an elementary school. Correct. Right. Okay. <laughs> why is it there? Correct. Yes. It's a great question to be asking. And, and I, I was think... trying to remember, like, if I remember seeing it when I was a student there and it's just been too darn long, I can't remember it, but that it, it, it does seems very odd. Well, so it's not like a well with like rocks around it that like the lady from the ring comes out of. It was like a sinkhole kind of like <laughs> it wasn't like throw quarters in kind of deal. Okay. <laughs> but it was like it, it was old. And so it was like the 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 like thicket and like the the woods had grown like grown up around it. So it had been there. It's been there for a while. Hmm. And I guess it was used to be used and then and then not used anymore and then the stuff grew over it but you're right like if the dog was out there it could have very well been like a kid that ran down there too yeah yeah, yeah. okay well i'm sure someone's going to take care of that I, um i would assume it, yeah, like it's parents, on someone's to-do list comma parents comma in Montgomery county comma <laughs> near norwood comma are <laughs> on it yes. so i'm sure someone is discussing that um with their with their state and local leaders pretty robustly <laughs> but i'm glad the pup is okay yeah, so the pups the pups out. Um, there were some injuries. I mean, a ten year old dog fell, you know, Aww. twenty feet. But um, there's a photo that they posted up of the dog when they finally got it out, took it to the vet, the whole deal. So they're expecting the the pup to the pup to make a a recovery. But what a what a great story of Montgomery County Fire and EMS being like, we do all the things. Like whatever you need, we're there. That's amazing. And Pete Berenger like putting it on IG Live. Uh, that's great. That guy. <laughs> That guy's a treasure. He's a good a information Saturday officer. Night. Absolutely, it's a Saturday night too. It, it was up. He, they were they were all there at like eleven o'clock on Saturday night wow. figuring this out because the dog ran away and they had to find the dog and like they heard the dog like in the hole. Like oh. it was it was very much like out of the plot of Lassie, but just a reverse <laughs> plot of Lassie. <laughs> right. And saving the dog. Then they found it, and that's what I love. I just Aww. I just love to hear it. Love to hear it. That's hey, um, if you want to go down the well of our of our past shows, my goodness, there are hundreds of them. I think we have like three hundred shows on on Apple, which I don't know how that happened. I mean, I know how it happened, but you know, <laughs> you were there for it. <laughs> totally, I was there for each and every one of them. Um, and if you want to catch up on any of the past ones, you can do that. You just subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. Tommy and Kelly show. We'll see you next time.